Hey y'all and welcome to another episode of Mystery, Murder, and Magic. As you know, we're celebrating Halloween all week with new episodes. Yesterday we talked about the origins of Halloween and today we're going to be talking about one of the most haunted buildings in America. Who doesn't love a haunted building this time of year? Well, we've got a lot to talk about today, so let's get things started. Now, the building that we're talking about today isn't an old abandoned one. We tend to think of like an abandoned building when we talk about places that are haunted. But this building is quite the opposite. It sits on Central Park West in New York and is the home of luxury apartments. It's the Dakota Building. Now, it was built or finished um, in 1884. It took four years to build that big monstrous building. And over the years, many famous people have lived there. And one of these famous people are said to now haunt the Dakota. But we'll get to that in a minute. Now, sightings of spirits have been reported there for quite some time. One of the first was in the early 20th century. It was the ghost of a little girl that was seen by workers there in the building. The child just suddenly appeared in the hallway. She was this lovely blonde-headed little girl. She was wearing patent leather shoes with these little silver buckles, white tights, and a yellow taffeta dress. Now, the workers who spotted her said that she looked like she came from an earlier time period, and she told the workers that it was her birthday as she bounced a red ball. Well, as quickly as she'd appeared, she was gone again. Now, the description of the little girl didn't match any of the children in the building, and to this day, she's never been identified. But she is still spotted from time to time, and when she is, she smiles and she waves from a lower floor window. Now, one thing I was thinking about is since she said it was her birthday, I wonder if there's a way to, like, check, you know, like, records of kids that maybe died on their birthday or was killed or whatever on their birthday. Um, just seems like there should be some kind of way to figure out who she was. But now, the little girl, she's not the only child apparition that appears at the Dakota. A spirit with the face of a small boy has also been seen. He was first spotted in the 1960s by some construction workers who were working near the apartment building. His description is somewhat odd because while the spirit has a little boy's face, he has the body of somebody that's older. That particular spirit didn't speak to any of the workers, but they had the distinct feeling that they were being watched very closely by him. So I found that one odd because I've never heard of the face like reflecting one age and the body being a opposite age or something you know along that lines it's just different but now another ghost that has been spotted at the dakota has been called the man with the wig and it's believed that he might be the man who developed the dakota and his name was edward cabot clark and a side note about clark is that he was the founder of the sewing uh the singer sewing machine company now the spirit is said to have a short beard, a large nose, and he wears wireframe glasses much like what Mr. Clark wore. Now, there was an electrician working in the building, and he said that the ghost visited him 
not once, but four separate times in the building's basement. And at each visit, that ghost would stare at the electrician with somewhat like a hateful um, expression. Then he would snatch his wig off and shake it in the electrician's face. Now, that part made me giggle, but it is known that Mr. Clark did wear a wig. Now, you know, I think it's safe to say that maybe that ghost was not happy with whatever the electrician was doing in that basement. Who knows? Now, the Dakota is also famous for being the building that singer John Lennon was shot in front of. In fact, his um, widow, Yoko Ono, she still resides there. Now, just before Lennon was murdered, he reported seeing a ghost, and it was the ghost of a woman that he named the Crying Woman. Other residents have seen that apparition, too. Now, they've built on new additions to the Dakota, but it, she seems to like the older parts, like the original parts of the building. She likes just to hang out there. Lennon himself has also been seen in his afterlife form. His widow says that she saw him sitting at his piano, and he told her to not be afraid that he is still there with her. And others have seen him in the building as well. Two people insisted that they've seen Lennon near the entrance to the building, and they say he had this eerie aura around him. And one person said that she really wanted to talk to him, but he had this look, or he looked at her this certain way that made her not want to approach him at all. Well, another spooky fact about this building is that it served as a major centerpiece in the 1968 Roman Polanski film, Rosemary's Baby. If you have never watched this movie, you really need to see it. Um, it's really, I wouldn't say scary, but it's spooky, you know? And it's creepy, but it's a really good watch. And they called that building the Bramford in the movie, but it's definitely the Dakota. Another interesting fact about the Dakota is that it has no fire escapes. Now, I'm not sure how that passes today's, like, safety inspections, um, you know. But the architect, he didn't add any fire escapes to the design. And instead, he used tons of mud from Central Park between the bricks and the wood flooring to not only fireproof the building, but it also soundproofed the building. Now, there are some other people that are quite famous that have lived there in that building, and that includes Maury Povich and his wife, Connie Chung, um, the rock group U2's Bono, Boris Karloff, and Lauren Bacall. And as a matter of fact, Lauren Bacall, she owned a nine-room apartment in that building for 53 years, but it was recently sold for a whopping $23.5 million. I would have loved to have been the person selling that, but anyway, y'all, <laughs> I know it's a short episode, but that's all I've got for today. And like I said, we're going to be here all week with, you know, the Halloween type stuff. So come back again tomorrow for another Halloween Tastic episode.
It's James. <laughs>